I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Scoopy Radio on your airwaves, on the train, on the plane, on the apps. Make sure you subscribe to the Scoopy Radio podcast available on all platforms. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn App, Stitcher App, iHeartRadio, and everywhere in between. Scoopy Radio got 3.5 million streams last year. We've had anybody from Charles Barkley, the voice of Siri, DJ Khaled, Mark Cuban, and a myriad of other people. So make sure you subscribe to Scoopy Radio Podcast and follow me on Twitter at Scoopy, Instagram and Snapchat at Scoop underscore B. And on the line right now is somebody that I've met recently, and she is like a gem to me. Uh, she is none other than author uh, Joe McNally. She is the author of the book, The Hero in the Helmet, Colin Kaepernick. Joe, welcome to Scoopy Radio. Thank you for having me, Scoop. Of course. We did something with your platform uh, recently, and we talked about life. We talked about everything, and you got to return the favor, and, and, and it's an honor to have you on, particularly because Colin Kaepernick is such a hot topic, even in NFL season right now. How crazy is that? I know, right? <laughs> so I got an autographed copy of your book when we met um, about a month or so ago. Um, an autographed copy you put in, a, you put on the uh, inside cover, Scoopy, Community Over Competition, Better Together. Yeah. Where did you get that phrase from? Um, just something that I've been thinking about in terms of um, my journey and how I've, how I've started and the success that I'm having with my book um, is because of the support of my community and seeing that we do go further together versus when we try to do it alone. So just um, putting that in the atmosphere that, we, you know, it doesn't have to be a competition. Your lane is your lane. I'm walking in my lane. And, you know what I mean, helping someone out or lending a hand is not going to rain on your parade or stop what you're doing. So, you know, just changing the narrative of our community, the black community specifically, and just reaching out and helping one another to succeed. Looking at your book, again, for those listening, make sure to pick up The Hero in the Helmet, Colin Kaepernick. Uh, it's a book that has a lot of illustrations. It's illustrated by Adua Hernandez. Did I say it right? Yeah. Adua or Adua? It's Adua. Okay, got you. Your book, um, obviously, in the uh, intro, page three, it says this book is dedicated 
to every black and brown child who has ever felt different and or left out. Know that you are beautiful. You are important. You are loved and you are light. Most importantly, you have value. Tell me about your background. You you have a curriculum that is involved with this book. But before we get into that, your background, where, you play college basketball. Where What is your, your foundation in, I guess, education? So, okay, so I I played collegiate basketball. Um, I played sports my whole life, actually. Basketball, I played volleyball, I ran track. Um, and then at the collegiate level, I played volleyball and basketball. Um, I got my bachelor's, my bachelor's degree at Southern Vermont College in psychology. And then I continued to uh, higher education and got my graduate degree in mental health uh, professional counseling um, at Liberty University. And um, I've just always been passionate about education, particularly writing. Um, I understood at a very early age that I had a gift of writing. And uh, my teachers, I had some wonderful teachers growing up as well. Ms. Drexel in particular, I can remember, in the sixth grade, she really saw something special about uh, my writing. I had her as an English teacher. And she actually uh, proposed to my mother to skip me three grades from, um, excuse me, seventh grade to the 10th grade. Um, because she's like, your, your daughter's bored in my class and, and it's not challenging enough for her. And she really writes at a high level. So mm-hmm. um, I just always been passionate about writing, always kept a journal, always just always wrote down what I wanted for myself. I really think I take Oprah's uh, quote uh, to heart when she says, writing is cathartic. And um, there's just something about putting pen to paper and writing down your vision and making it plain. And then, you know, over the years, looking back and seeing how far you've come or, you know, what dreams you've manifested in the time. So my sister's always, um, she reminds me now that as a published author, I was an author before that because I was always, like I said, interested in writing, always reading, uh, like a lonely child, just always reading, writing (laughs) in my room. I had nothing to read. I'd read the dictionary. Um, but always just, just, I, I love education. I love to pursue it. I love school. I did very well in school, was in the national honor roll, graduated cum laude. Um, so I, I just was always passionate about education. And so writing these books was the extension of the, of the uh, mentorship that I got coming up and trying to give it back to the next generation coming up after me. So your Colin Kaepernick book, I mean, there's a lot of layers to it for those who, you know, know football. We obviously know he's a quarterback that is not playing football. Uh, you look at the NFL right now, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback, uh, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, as well as um, uh, Drew Brees of the uh, New Orleans Saints. They're currently not playing football with, with various injuries. Uh, when, yeah. when, you, when you look at um, Colin Kaepernick, you as a sports fan, what? where do you where would you like to see him play if he had the chance? And, and you look at the New York Jets as well that's, got, that's had some issues. Out of those three teams, what, what team uh, would you like to see him play for? To be honest with you, uh, Scoop, I really don't care what team he plays for. Scoop the fact that he's radio. not playing is the issue at hand. Um, you know it, you know how it goes to sports. Sometimes we don't, ha- we don't have um, control over where they send us or where we move to, and that's part of the game. But the, the, the fact of the matter is that here you have – a quarterback who compared to other quarterbacks um, is significantly better than them. And even like you said, there, there are quarterbacks in the game that are injured and they still don't see a need for, or a, a want for Colin Kaepernick to be in the NFL. And that to me is a stain on the NFL's history and, and really goes to show you where their uh, priorities are as far as morality goes. 
Um, we know Colin Kaepernick peacefully protested in the NFL to raise awareness about police brutality and racial injustice. It isn't about anything else than what they've tried to make it out to be. He's been clear about it. He speaks about it. His, organi his organization backs up what he says, know your rights can't. And um, it's awful to see someone who really loves the game, passionate about the game, and then is even is, and better, bigger than football is a humanitarian and is not playing. But as, as far as whatever team, whatever, he just deserves to play. I really don't care what team. Um, but if I had to decide, I guess I'd stay the Jets because I'm, I'm a New Yorker, I guess, right? Do you think that him playing football would solve the problem, though? What, what, so in, in terms of what do you mean, what, what problem exactly are we talking about? So, okay, we know what the issue is. You have many different perspectives on it. It was a civil rights issue to some people. To other people, it was disrespecting the flag. But to other people, it was respecting the flag. Mm -hmm. Does putting him in an NFL uniform stop the bleeding? Or does it just make people who want him to play shut up? I don't think it does either because the, the, the larger problem is police brutality again, right? right. And, and racial injustice. So I don't think uh, him playing is going to stop police brutality, you know, or, or, you know, reverse what they've done or, you know, shut the people up who want to see him play. What I believe it, it, it'll do is it'll, it'll correct the wrong that the NFL made against him because he wasn't picked up for kneeling. So, if we're talking about that problem, it corrects that problem. But then what I think it would do for the NFL is it would allow uh, conversation to, to ensue. If they really are about change, if they really are about, you know, the things that they're talking about now with the whole Jay-Z proposal, you know, allowing Colin Kaepernick to play again, knowing his stance on the issues of police brutality and racial injustice, it would allow for an honest conversation. And then stemming from that, then a whole lot of things can happen in order to um, eradicate the, the issue that was at hand initially, which is, again, police brutality and racial injustice. And then here's my next question. I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine, and they posed this statement. They said to me, they feel as though the fact that he took a settlement with the league, yeah. that is why he's – that could be a reason. I won't say that's a definitive reason, but that could be a reason he's not playing. Have you thought about that? So, I mean, I've, I've heard that argument um, as well. But I think that people need to do their research in terms of understanding logistics of what Colin Kaepernick could do while he was in a collusion, like in, in, in that state, right? Right. Um, so that's all that he could do. That's all that he was, that's all that he, I mean, that's it. So I always ask these people, like, do you think that he shouldn't have got paid? Like, why shouldn't he have gotten paid? He didn't do anything right. wrong. Why shouldn't he have gotten a settlement? And I haven't, I have yet to find someone who can accurately um, give me an explanation for that thought. That's all. That's 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 the beginning and end of their thought. Well, he took a settlement, and then there's nothing else afterwards. And then that kind of ushers or, or segues into the whole Jay Z argument for those who that are listening. Scoopy Radio, Scoop Radio. platforms, Apple Podcasts, iHeart Radio, Google Play, TuneIn App, Stitcher App, or ScoopyRadio.com. On the line with author Joe McNally, who has written the book, The Hero in the Helmet, Colin Kaepernick, and has a curriculum that follows. We'll get to the curriculum in a minute, but the whole Jay-Z NFL situation, uh, for those listening, uh, Jay-Z and the NFL entered a partnership, which will um, have Rock Nation kind of curating halftime stuff for uh, the Super Bowl and some other neighborhood initiatives to kind of 
uh, I guess, intertwined community in the NFL together. Uh, when you first first heard this, your reaction was? Um, my first reaction was, I don't have enough information to make a determination about what this is. I know a Smart lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of people feel very strongly on both sides, but really, no one was in that meeting except the people that were there. So I just feel like I, I'm going to, I'm going to be the one that sits back and I'm going to gather all the facts before I make a determination or, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, try to throw dirt on Jay Z, Jay Z's name or any of that. Cause I've seen that a lot happen too. I'm just going to sit back and I'm going to wait. And then I'm going to hold Jay Z accountable for his actions or lack thereof. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of people have an opinion, but I think when you look at situations like that, um, there there's usually smoke and then there's fire. Mm-hmm. And you got seven, 16 to 17 weeks plus playoffs in an NFL season. And okay. I think by the time January and February hits, a lot of people are going to forget anyway because it's this out of sight, out of mind space that we currently live in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, sadly. Do you think I could tell? I could tell you that I I don't so I don't I haven't watched the NFL since Colin Kaepernick uh, since Colin Kaepernick's movement, um, and I'm still not watching. Like I said, um, it's a stain. Um, what they've done to Colin Kaepernick is absolutely wrong. It's not justifiable in any shape, way, shape, or form. Um, so having Jay Z uh, partner with the NFL, I'm not really sure what that was supposed to do. Like I, I, that doesn't change my mind about the NFL still. So, I mean, Jay-Z is supposed to be, like you said, uh, um, over the halftime entertainment and whatever else. But um, to be, I always say, I really don't care if Jay-Z brings Whitney Houston, Prince, and Michael Jackson to do to do something <laughs> together. I'd still, I'd still not be watching the NFL until we're talking about why Colin Kaepernick does not have a position for kneeling peacefully, a constitutional right that military veterans actually fought for and not for the flag. Hmm. Well said. Tell me about the curriculum. So um, my debut book, The Hero in the Helmet, Colin Kaepernick, came out last year, May. And then um, I thought that the story wasn't over, especially after the Nike commercial and then Nike endorsing Colin Kaepernick's movement, which was a huge move. Um, and, you know, Eric Reed. Then you have that you had brothers like Eric Reed, Kenny Stills, Albert Wilson, you know, Marshawn Lynch, the Bennett brothers, who... Um, stood in solidarity, solidarity with Colin Kaepernick. Um, Albert Wilson and Kenny Stills and Eric Reed still doing that right now. Um, I felt that, you know, they should also be included in this conversation and also should be um, honored. Uh, so I, I followed up with a sequel book, B is for Brotherhood. And on the front cover of that book, you'll see Colin and Eric kneeling on the bottom and on the top, uh, they're wearing shirts you know, with fit on there and representing the work that they do outside of football. So they're brothers um, on the field and off the field as well. But um, my whole my whole take on that was, you know, I, I noticed a disturbing trend in the way that uh, educational systems teach black history or honor black um, activists. And that's not until they die. So hmm. while they're alive, you know, it's very disturbing. So while they're alive and actively doing the work, they're, they're absolutely ostracized. Right, which is what we see happening to Colin Kaepernick right now. But God forbid something happened to Colin Kaepernick and he passes away, he's going to be an American hero. And the tune is going to change and the narrative is going to change. 
And that's what continues happening. So when I noticed that trend, I said, I'm going to step in and I'm going to do something that's going to change and force the way that educational systems are actually teaching black history. So it needs, the, children need to be knowing about these people as it's happening, not 20 and 30, 40, 50 years later that they're learning about them. Scooping while they can turn on the TV, while it's relevant, while you know they can relate to these people, they should be learning about them. And I absolutely believe in giving people their roses while they can still smell them. You know, you don't tell the people who, who love Martin Luther King now hated him when he was around. Let's be honest. Same with Muhammad Ali. We talked about that uh, the other right. day. Absolutely. Tommy Smith, all of them. But now the, the tune is different. So I created the Bees for Brotherhood to honor these men. And then um, I went ahead and also created a national curriculum um, beginning at the third and fourth grade uh, level. And I, and I chose that because a lot of the schoolwork that I do, I get contracted to do a lot of assembly readings, individual classrooms, workshops, and things of that nature. Um, so, you know, my, my biggest cohort are, are third and fourth graders. So I begin there. And, and really what it does is um, it's um, curriculum that assists the reading, but, but it's very uh, pro-Black. I won't even lie to you. Um, I, I remember being in school, having to learn the Pledge of Allegiance and the National Anthem. I didn't have a choice in that. But how many children do you know, even adults, who know the Black Anthem? Lift every voice and sing. Oh, yeah. Till earth, earth and heaven ring. <laughs> right. That's included in my curriculum, right? Um, mm -hmm. So my curriculum really is not just, you know, lesson plans, um, but it really is representation and validation of black and brown lives. There's a four week, it's a six week uh, core curriculum. It has four weeks of English language arts and reading, one week of social justice, and one week of artistic expression. I know schools have tried to take out art and music. I'm not really sure why, but art <laughs> Art is a lot, you know, we can understand about a lot about life and history um, just looking at art. So that's included in there. There's a Colin Kaepernick pre-test, a Colin Kaepernick post-test. And um, they're, they're going to have to, you know, really learn um, how to teach black history with integrity, honor, and respect. Black history is timeless. Black history is now. Black history is American history. So uh, relegating it to 28 days of February is no longer going to be acceptable, right? We need to be teaching um, black history the correct way, like I said. And so it, 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 I'm excited about this because uh, so many schools have um, already expressed their interest as well after school programs. Um, and I just really think that it's going to change uh, the way that, like I said, educational systems teach black history and force their hand to, to really um, um, accept that, yes, black lives do matter. You said a mouthful. Where can people find more information on you, your platform, your books, and, and, and more? Um, my website, www.joamcnally.com. That's J-O-A-M-A-C-N-A-L-I-E.com. On Instagram, I'm joa.mcnally. On Facebook, Joa McNally. On Twitter, Joa the Author. Um, you can find my books on my website. They're also available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all major bookstores, some a few uh, local bookstores as well. You heard it first, Scoopy Radio, Joe McNally. Uh, I did a little home and home this week on your platform and now uh, on on mine. And, and it's an honor and privilege. I got to take a picture of this book and this, uh, this autographed copy of this book that you gave me put in my IG. Thank you so much uh, for joining us today on the pod. Thank you so much for having me, Scoop. Scoop B Radio. Overtime. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 